What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 45 of the Sports Show with Ben Dillon. We are here today uh, on a Wednesday. Not going to be your typical Wednesday episode where we would usually um, give recaps from uh, some of the weekend's best football games. Instead, today we are going to be uh, giving our predictions for this weekend uh, and tomorrow uh, football games. Uh, both college football and the NFL, and then college basketball, which uh, starts today and has already started. Um, We will be predicting uh, four games from the next week or so, Uh, the the four best games over the course of the next week, in our opinion, so we will be picking those. Um, And then on Friday, we will be discussing uh, our college basketball predictions for the entire season. Um, but we wanted to make sure we got out predictions for some of tomorrow's games. Um, now this plan was, now there are only two NFL games, um, that we will be talking about for tomorrow as the Ravens and Steelers game, um, has been pushed to Sunday following some positive COVID cases, uh, within the Ravens organization. Now this was supposed to be the game of the day tomorrow, it was supposed to be the nightcap, uh, on Thursday, uh, on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, uh, but that will no longer happen. It will now be on a Sunday. Uh, so yeah, we will get into uh, our college basketball predictions for the next week or so uh, in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode, as are all episodes of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan, is brought to you by Garden Greens. Garden Greens is the best lawn care service around and can do whatever you need around your yard to help you get the job done. Garden Greens, helping your garden stay clean. So, uh, we will start it off with some college basketball predictions. Now, uh, like I said, there were four games, or like Ben said, there were four games. Uh, They were all big games. We didn't really pick games that, like, had the potential to be good just because we wanted to fit all of this loaded content into a not-too-long episode. Uh, So we'll start it off with a college basketball game that's on tomorrow, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Maybe Friday. It's a big game. Uh, Number six, currently ranked Kansas versus preseason number one, Gonzaga. Now, Gonzaga, they have... uh, they have new recruit Jalen Suggs. Kansas has who should easily be the best defender uh, in the nation. He was the best defender last year, Marcus Garrett. Uh, Kansas, Gonzaga, they will both or they both should be good teams this year. Uh, we'll start it off with your prediction for this game. Who do you think will win? Yeah, so this is an interesting game taking place tomorrow at 1.30 on Fox. So um, be sure to go check that out. Um, we have Kansas coming into this game, uh, or yeah, five and a half point underdogs, Gonzaga being the favorite, the number one team in the country. Now, this is a really interesting game and an interesting, um, interesting scheduling. Uh, as usually, um, you don't see a potential for a loss with the number one ranked team in the country right out of the gate, but this year you do, as uh, I think either of these teams could take it tomorrow. I actually do think that Gonzaga is going to get upset tomorrow. Uh, I'm taking Kansas in this game. So, this game definitely intrigues me. Uh, I think, I don't know, because I feel like the Gonzaga hype, it's usually there, but not 
or they don't usually come out of the gates ranked number one. They're they've been uh, in the Mark Few era top ten multiple times uh, last year and other times. Now these two teams at the time of the cancellation of the season were ranked number one and two in the nation. So this is some good scheduling by the NCAA for these two teams to match up such or so early in the season, only on the second day. But I think I am going to have to go with Gonzaga. Uh, I like Jalen Suggs. He's going to be great this year. He's the number five ranked recruit. I think it's going to be hard uh, for Kansas to transition, at least maybe off the gate, without uh, Devin Dotson and Yudoka Azubuki, two of their best players who were also top ten players in the nation last season. I think Gonzaga wins this one in a close one as we can move on to the next game. Yeah, so our next game um, that we have here is Texas Tech and Houston. Uh, yes, this is a good game. Texas Tech, they are going to be solid this year now. They went to the, the national championship game. They took it to overtime, uh, where they lost a close one only two years ago. But uh, last year, they were set to either make the tournament as a low seed or uh, not make it at all. Now, Houston, they have been not a, really a powerhouse, but uh, in... Uh, For the past few years, they've been the best team in the American Athletic Conference, whether that is saying much. They were three seed in the tournament um, a few or two years ago, and they would have been like around an eight or nine seed last year. Uh, Both of these two teams are good. Texas Tech comes in ranked 14th. Houston comes in ranked 17th. Uh, Who are you taking in this game? Yeah, so um, we have Houston here uh, as a two and a half point underdog. This game is in Houston. Um... This game will be on the 29th, so Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, So uh, this game will be at 5.30 on ESPN2. Uh, So another interesting game here, obviously two ranked teams. Um, I'm taking Texas Tech here. Um, Two years ago, as you mentioned, had the loss in the national championship game. Although it was just one March Madness ago, we didn't have any March Madness in the March due to the coronavirus. But um, I think uh, Texas Tech gets it done um, whenever this day, game is. Uh, the 29th, uh, I think they get the win here. Uh, and I think uh, they start the season out with the win. Yeah, I am going to go with Texas Tech as well. Now, they have um, they have Mac McClung coming in. Uh, I think that's his name. He is from Georgetown. Now they are going to be good. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be as good as Kansas. It, probably definitely not as good as Baylor, who is going to be great this year. But I still think they are going to be a top five, top three, maybe team in the um, in the Big Twelve. I think Texas Tech starts it off with a close one against Houston. Now Houston. They have Clinton Grimes, who is probably their star player, uh, former top 10 recruit, transfer from Kansas two years ago. Uh, but I think Texas Tech sneaks out a close one as we can move on to the Champions Classic, where we have our last two games. Yeah, so um, these last two games here are two interesting ones. Uh, just to backtrack, the game uh, Texas Tech and Houston is taking place on Sunday. So uh, figured that out, got that out of the way. Um, Anyway, uh, these next two games, um, the first one we will talk about is 13th-ranked Michigan State and 9th-ranked Duke. 
So, uh, this game's good. Duke and Michigan State, I... Not I. I think it's surprising to not see, or not surprising because Duke didn't have as elite of a recruiting year um, as most years they have. Um, but they come in ranked ninth. Michigan State comes in at thirteenth. Now both of these guys lost their star point guards uh, in Cassius Winston for Michigan State and Trey Jones for Duke. Uh, Duke also lost Vernon Carey Jr., Cassius Stanley, and a bunch of other guys. Uh, but they are still loaded. Like every other year and Michigan State while well, they lost um they lost Xavier Tillman center who was pretty solid and uh Cassius Winston but they still have good guys Rocket Watts comes in and he should have a good season probably be their best player uh, they also have Aaron Henry who is most famous for getting absolutely cooked by Tom Izzo in the middle of a tournament game two years ago uh but uh we'll start it off who do you think will win this game for Duke or Michigan State yeah, so um, I think I'm going to take uh, Duke here. Uh, I think they get the win to start out the season, coming in ranked ninth. Uh, there have not been odds released yet for this game, but this game will be Tuesday night, 7.30 on ESPN. Uh, I'm taking Duke in this game. What about you? I'm going to take Duke as well. Now, I'm not fully confident in Duke this year because they're, like I feel like you would think the year that Duke doesn't start off ranked high, then they really won't be good because they're start off they yeah, they're usually ranked in the top three and most times, uh not like the Zion year, but a lot of years they end up not disappointing. They're still a great team, but not in the top three by the end of the year. Um, so it kind of concerns me that the experts don't think they're going to be that great to start it off anyway. I think Michigan State. Uh, they or the loss of Cassius Winston is going to hurt them more than the loss of Duke because Winston was their team for like or was the leader of their team for like three years. Uh, so I think Duke starts it off or not starts it off, but uh, yeah, I guess it will be started off because their game from today got canceled. Uh, if this game gets played because uh, Duke had players test positive, I do think Duke will win this one. As we can move on to the final game, which is a dandy to put it simply. Now. This will be an interesting situation because the new rankings would have came out, and that would mean Kansas, uh, according to your prediction, would rise up past six against Kentucky, um, where mine, I would have them falling a bit with a loss to Gonzaga. Uh, but Kansas-Kentucky, like I said, at the current moment, Kansas is ranked six, Kentucky's ranked 10th. Now, Kentucky, they have... They have talent, but they're, once again, maybe not as talented as years in the past. Uh, they still have some solid players. Uh, who do you think will take this one? Yeah, so this is an interesting game. Uh, the second Kansas game on our slate, uh, as they have a tough schedule to open things up. Uh, the currently ranked number 10 and number 1 teams in the country, as Philip mentioned, that will change, or most likely will change, um, Definitely for Kansas, uh, for sure that's going to change, uh, whether depending on whether they win or lose at Gonzaga. But anyway, um, at the current moment, Kansas is one-point favorites. Uh, this game is also Tuesday night um, at 9.30, and will be right after uh, the Duke-Michigan State game on ESPN. So the current line is one uh, that is destined to change. Um, so... In this game, um, I'm going to take Kansas once again. Um, I think they get it done coming off a big win, uh, in my opinion, against Gonzaga. Um, I think they will win this game uh, over Kentucky. What do you think? 
So, I am going... I'm not anti-Kansas. You might see in that after this prediction. I am going to go to Kentucky here. Now, I don't think it's that Kansas is necessarily a better team, but they come in with a loss to Gonzaga, and I think Kentucky's just more... They're fresh, and they beat Kansas. I do think Kansas uh, is a good team, and I do think they are the second-best team in the Big 12, but uh, being faced or, or being tasked, I guess, with... Uh, your first few games being against legitimate powerhouses this season isn't exactly helpful. They have Gonzaga, then they go on the road to St. Joe's, which is interesting. Um, and then they are home, or they're in the Champions Classic against Kentucky. They also have a game home against 11th currently ranked Creighton uh, on December 8th. Just wanted to point that out because Kansas does clearly have a tough out-of-conference schedule. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up our college basketball segment as we can move on to our college football predictions. Now, we prepared five games like every other week. Uh, we'll start it off with a game, or we have two games that are on Friday. The first of those is 13th-ranked Iowa State against 17th-ranked Texas. Uh, who are you going to go with in this game? Uh, we'll start, though, with the over-under, actually. The over-under is 56.5. Are you going over or under here? Yeah, so um, I think this is actually going to be close to the mark here. Uh, I think I'm going to go over in this game. Um, I could see an under because this, uh, for some reason, feels like a game that might disappoint and might not be as close as people think. But um, I am, I'm going to take the over here. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, two solid. Er, Texas offense is great. Iowa's offense is pretty good. Iowa State's defense is pretty good, and Texas's defense is trash. Uh, I'm gonna go with the over here, but I don't think it's going to be significantly over. I think it varies probably between 55 and 65. Uh, yeah. So we can move on to our straight up and on the spread picks now. Iowa State does come in as one point favorites now uh just to talk about the big 12 iowa state is currently in the lead of the big 12 followed by oklahoma then texas then oklahoma state so if the big 12 championship was today it would be iowa state versus oklahoma but a win for texas could change that uh they would probably also need an oklahoma loss uh if iowa state loses though that could potentially be a start for them uh potentially falling out of the race but uh iowa state and texas who are you taking in this game yeah, so uh, I'm going to take Iowa State here. Uh, I think they are the superior team in this matchup. Uh, as you mentioned, obviously leading the Big 12 at this point. I think they keep that lead up here. I think they get the win over Texas this week. Yeah, so I'm going to go Texas here. Uh, this is Sam Ellinger's. Uh, it's not his, his... It's his farewell to the Texas Stadium. I'm not even sure if they have fans, but technically it's senior day for, uh, for Texas. I think they get a win much needed, uh, even if it doesn't really help their Big 12 championship clay ch case, just when you're talking about the fact that Texas, although uh, they've appeared to be back, or quote-unquote back, like twice in three years, uh, they still managed to disappoint in big games a bunch of the time, but I think it's a big win for Texas as Iowa State uh, falls down the rankings and Texas rises up a little. Uh, as we can move on to the next game here. Now, this game, second-ranked Notre Dame, versus 19th-ranked North Carolina. Now, that's quite the game. Uh, this is important, uh, not really for North Carolina, as Notre Dame and uh, Clemson 
unless for a major slip-up from either of them have basically locked up. Um, and Miami's also in contention, but once again, that would require Clemson and Notre Dame both losing uh, one more game this season. Uh, but this is an opportunity for Notre Dame to lose, as North Carolina, peaking at number five this season, is currently ranked uh, 19th. Now, for the lines, the over-under 68, are you going to go over or under here? Yeah, I'm going to go under here. Uh, though we've seen uh, Notre Dame's offense look very good at times, um, I th- uh, it, it hasn't exactly been uh, consistent throughout the whole season. Um, I think I'm taking the under here. And, and just to pair with that, I think 68 is really too high um, to, to go with uh, the over as, as I talked about on previous episodes, 67, 68, 69, getting into the 70s, that's where I usually draw the line for taking the over in any prediction, because uh, I just think it's tough to predict uh, any game with both teams, um, or predicting that both teams will get into the low to mid-30s. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I'm taking the under here. What do you think? I'm going to go over. Uh, North Carolina, Notre Dame's offense is good. Uh well, just like look at the last numbers now in the past few games. They scored 45 against Boston College, 47 against Clemson, 45 against Pitt. Uh, their offense has scored over 40 points four, five times a season. Uh, North Carolina's offense, on the other hand, scored 59 in their last game, 56 the game before, uh, 41, 48. 28, 56. Uh, North Carolina's offense is elite, led by Sam Howe, Michael Carter. Uh, I am going to take the over here. Now we can move on to our straight up and on the spread picks. Now Notre Dame is a five-point favorite. Who are you taking straight up and on the spread? Yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame here. I think they continue um, their their run this season. Um, So, yeah, I'm taking Notre Dame here straight up and on the spread. What do you think? This would seem like Notre Dame, um, or would be, I, I think I'm rooting for North Carolina. Uh, not that I'm particularly anti-Notre Dame. I just really want to see, it gets, it starts to get interesting if Notre Dame loses this. Because, well, the easy thing you can say right now is there's Alabama, there's Ohio State, and then there is, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, then it's, uh, Clemson beats an undefeated Notre Dame, a one-loss Clemson, then it's Clemson and Notre Dame. But I think if Notre Dame loses this game, then you basically have to say that the loser of the ACC championship, if it even is Clemson and Notre Dame, then uh, the loser won't make it and you have to lean on a team like Cincinnati maybe or BYU, even though the college football playoff rankings did not show them much love. Uh, just saying, maybe Florida. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying, uh, uh, we can move – or no, I didn't even give my pick. I – Although I will be rooting for North Carolina, I think Notre Dame will win this game. It'll be not too close, but like within 10 points, maybe within 14 points. I'm going to go with Notre Dame, though. Uh, in this game, as we can move on to another game here, it's a it's a fairly interesting one, I would say. Uh, we have uh, Maryland, who has not played in two weeks, but the last time they played, uh, Talia Tukavailoa, Tua's brother, absolutely, actually Talia Tukavailoa, absolutely lit up Penn State, and as they destroyed Penn State, uh, and then Indiana, last time we saw them play, they went, despite being down 35-7 to at halftime, toe-for-toe with Indiana, or with Ohio State, and if it wasn't for a late-game pick six, they may have, uh, came away with it, but... Uh, this will still be an interesting game nonetheless. Now, we will start with the over-under. The over-under is 63. I'll start with mine. I am definitely going over. Uh, both of these offenses look very good. And the defenses 
Uh, Maryland's defense looks eh. And Indiana's, uh, and, and the Indiana's defense, well, they couldn't really stop Ohio State, but otherwise, it's looked pretty solid. Uh, who are you going over or under here? Yeah, I'm going over for sure as well. Indiana's offense led by Michael Penix Jr. And uh, Maryland's offense led by Talia Tagovailoa. Two great offenses and have looked very good at points and throughout the season this year. So I'm definitely going over here. Now, if we're straight up and on the spread picks, the current line is 11. Indiana being favored by 11 points here. Uh, who are you taking straight up and on the spread here? So, uh, on, or straight up, uh, better said, I'm going to take Indiana, and I'm also going to take Indiana on the spread. Uh, Indiana, I said it on the pod, uh, Ohio State was going to come out and completely dominate Indiana, um, and they were, and then they weren't. So, technically, I would consider that that game, uh, wasn't as close as the score says, but then again, when you consider the fact that if it wasn't for a pick six, then that game, and just no one scored on that possession, then that game would have been tied, then uh, maybe it wasn't as close as the score, or maybe it was as close as the score said. But anyway, I think Indiana wins this game big, as Talia has a disappointing performance, uh, similar to his week one performance against Northwestern, where they lost 43-3. to I'm not saying it's going to be 43 to 3. I'm just saying it's going to be a Indiana win by a, six, a, a decent amount of points. Yeah, uh, I'm taking Indiana here as well. Um, as you mentioned, they had, they had an opportunity to offset Ohio State. Didn't look all that realistic considering they were down big, uh, but but did come back. And, and to that, you have to give credit for. Um, I'm taking Indiana straight up and on the spread though. Uh, they've looked great throughout the, uh, this season. Um, and and being ranked, um, even being ranked, period, uh, was a, was going to be a surprise coming into the year, uh, and to be ranked this high, uh, is definitely an accomplishment for them. I think they continue to roll on. I think they beat Maryland this week. I'm taking Indiana straight up and on the spread. Uh, as we can move on to our next game, which is the 7:30 game, we have uh, 18th or no, sorry. They were ranked 18 last week. Uh, they are currently ranked. Um, they're currently ranked 11. Sorry, uh, Oklahoma against West Virginia. Now we both picked Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma came out and won 41 to 13. It was just it was dominance at its uh, at its highest peak. I don't know what that means, but. Um, Anyway, Oklahoma comes into this game as 10.5-point favorites against a decent West Virginia team. Uh, this West Virginia team, they've been, they've been okay on the year. Uh, they lost to Texas and Oklahoma State. And Texas Tech, they haven't really beaten anyone, but they're still not a bad team. Uh, Spencer Rattler, who was my preseason Heisman pick, got off to a pretty brutal start, but he has really picked it up since. And although he's not going to win the Heisman, there is much hope for next season and may and the season after. But uh Rattler is good. West Virginia is an okay team. Uh Oklahoma's definitely the better team, but will they slip up and give another team a chance at making the Big Twelve championship? Uh but before we decide that we'll start with the over under. Uh the over under is fifty five. Are you going over or under? Yeah, I'm going over here. Um I think West Virginia is going to have a difficult time keeping up with this Oklahoma offense, which would give you good reason uh, to to pick the under here. Uh, I don't think West Virginia will necessarily be able to 
to hold up their end of the bargain here. But I just think Oklahoma's offense is too good to take the under at this point on. I'm taking over here. Uh, yeah, I completely agree uh, exactly for those reasons. West Virginia's offense is probably, I would consider it average, but Oklahoma's offense is elite. Um, so I think when you combine the two, they are capable of getting over 55. Um, now we start off with straight up and on the spread. Uh, who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma for sure here. Uh, I think this is going to be a dominating win by Oklahoma. Uh, I think they win here straight up and on the spread. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma straight up and West Virginia on the spread. Now, West Virginia, their offenses or their defenses looked very good. Uh, to showcase that, they held Texas offense, who in my uh, opinion is pretty elite, uh, to only 17 points. Now, granted, they still lost that game, so what does it matter? But I'm just saying West Virginia's defense uh, is pretty locked down. Uh, but I still think Oklahoma ends up winning this game in a close one. Yeah, so... Um... That wraps up that discussion. So now we'll move on to the Iron Bowl. We have number one ranked Alabama versus Auburn. Um, the Iron Bowl, obviously. So this is an interesting game, one of the bigger rivalries uh, in the nation. So we'll start it off with the over-under, which is set at 62 and a half. You're taking the over or the under here? So uh, 62 and a half, I'm going under. Uh, last year it was it was a shootout to say the least. It was forty eight to forty five, except Alabama's defense last year was trash, and it's good this year. So uh, that that sort of sums it up for me there. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm taking the over here. Um, I think I don't think there will be a shootout um, as big as we saw uh, last year, but I do think this game will uh, be a high scoring one. Uh, I'm taking the over here. So now we'll move on to the line. This line is set at 24 and a half. Alabama being the favorites as the number one ranked team in the country right now. Um, who are you taking in this game and on the line? So I am going to take Alabama straight up and Auburn on the spread. Now, I don't think this game's going to be close. But I don't think it's going to be a 24 and a half point win. So like uh, maybe somewhere between like... 20 and 15 probably, but not 25. So I think, let's say, if I was giving a score prediction, maybe like uh, 31 to 13, Alabama. Yeah, I'm taking Alabama straight up, but I will take Auburn on the spread because, um, because I think this game gets a lot closer than 24, or maybe not a lot, but, but definitely closer than 24 and a half. I think Alabama ends up winning by two touchdowns, somewhere in that 14, 17, around that range. Um, anyway, I'm taking uh, Alabama and Auburn on the spread. Okay, that wraps up the college football segment as we can move on to uh, the NFL segment. Now, uh, if you or make sure, guys, to check out my new podcast, The Fantasy Fanatics. Uh, but we did our predictions for the games, me and uh, three of my friends did predictions for the games, and uh, I I gave some bold predictions there, uh, just for the sake of giving some bold predictions. Uh, I have more safe predictions here. We're going the safe route here. I mean, I have a few bold picks, but if you happen to listen to both of the uh, podcasts, which you should, uh, then my predictions will be different. Uh, we started off with the 12-30 game tomorrow. The 
Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. Now, the Texans are three-point favorites despite despite having a worse record, and the over-under is 51 and a half. Uh, we'll start it off with the over-under. Are you going over or under here? Yeah, so um, I am going to take going to take the over here. Uh, the Texans looked really, really good last week, uh, and, and their offense looked dominant. Uh, and the Lions D is not good, period. Um, so I that's basically my reason reasoning in a nutshell. I'm taking the over here. So the Texans offense is good, the Lions offense is not good, but these are two the two worst run defense or at least two of the worst run defenses in the league. So I do think uh we can get over here. Uh I don't think we're getting over like sixty, but fifty one isn't too tough of a task, especially not for Deshaun Watson. Uh, so I will go over as well. Uh, now for a straight up and on the spread picks, who are you taking straight up and on the spread? Yeah, so um, despite the Lions being a favorite, or sorry, despite the Lions being the underdogs here, I am going to take them here in a pretty bold prediction uh, on Thanksgiving Day. I think they get the upset here. I think actually... Uh, although this line is at three, I think there is good argument for this game to be higher than three. Uh, the Lions have really not looked all that great in recent weeks, but still, I think they get it done. Um, I think they they get down a little bit, but then are able to come back and eventually come back and win. So uh, I'm taking the Lions here. So if you asked me last Saturday who you're taking in this game, I'm probably taking the Lions. Then their offense, who I thought was at least capable of scoring on iffy defenses, put up one of the most abysmal performances I've ever seen a football team play. Not only did they score zero points, but they weren't even really close to scoring at all. Uh, it, it was just trash. Uh, while the Texans' offense, led by Deshaun, they looked good against the Patriots, uh, and the Lions' defense is worse than the Patriots. I don't think I have much of a reason to not uh, rely on the best player in this game and and probably a top 10, top 7 quarterback in the league in Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to take the Texans here in a, not a blowout, but not exactly a close one. Uh, as we can move on to the second game on Thanksgiving and the final game, a big one for us Giants fans. Now the football team and the Cowboy are matching up. Now uh, the Cowboys are three-point favorites, and the over/under is forty-six. Are you going to go over or under here? Yeah, so um, I I'm going to go over here. Uh, Washington football offense is not good. It's 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 not great. Um, it's not it's not good. It's somewhere in the middle of those two. Um, I I I think, but I do think they are capable of putting up some points on this horrific Cowboys defense. I'm taking the over here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over as well. Uh, the Cowboys offense, led by Andy Dalton, it looked good last week. Uh, now, granted, the football team's defense is a lot better than the Vikings, but uh, I think the football team can score at least 20, the Cowboys can score at least 20, and they wouldn't need that much more after that. Uh, I think we go over here. And now for the over, or no, for the straight up and on the spread, like I said, the Cowboys are three-point favorites. Who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I'm taking the football team here. Um, although they're not favored, I think they get the win here. I'm taking them straight up and on the spread. So on my other podcast, uh, I did take the football team, but the more you think about it, it's it's Thanksgiving. Uh, it's The Cowboys are at home, even with a lack of 
of fans or with a, a small amount of fans. Uh, but I just I think the Cowboys are, if not maybe not the better team, but I feel like they are uh, potentially rolling into this game with a decent amount of confidence, and they play a good football game. Dalton looked good last week. Uh, CD looked good last week. The defense didn't look as killer or didn't look as. Uh, look as terrible uh, or didn't kill them as much as it had in the past this season. So I honestly think uh, the Cowboys win this game and not really take charge, but uh, look pretty solid in this division. Yeah, so um, we will now move on to our next game that was supposed to be played tomorrow night, but will now be played Sunday, as I said earlier in the episode. Uh, We have the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. So, uh, we are uh, picking this game, like I said, here. Uh, so, it would have been a night game in Pittsburgh, probably colder than it will end up being. I, I don't really know the forecast, to be honest, and maybe I'm wrong on that. Now, Lamar Jackson, he's looked terrible this season. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He's looked terrible. So, either this could be another game, just to cement my case there, or this could be a bounce-back game, and maybe he gets onto a bit of a roll and leads the Ravens into the playoffs, and maybe they can do some damage in the playoffs. Uh but uh, it's going to be tough when you're playing uh, by far the best defense in football. Uh, he struggled last time. That being said, and we seem to forget this with the, the debacle of the Baltimore Ravens in the last two weeks, but uh, the Baltimore Ravens outplayed the Pittsburgh Steelers last time they played. They didn't win, but they outplayed them, uh, in my opinion at least. I don't love the Steelers team, uh, but uh, we'll start with the over-under, which is 45. Are you going over or under here? Yeah, so I think I'm going to go with the uh, under here. Now, as surprising as it may seem, the Baltimore offense has not looked good this season, and the Pittsburgh defense is flat out dominant, the best defense in the league. Um, I'm taking the under here. I think it will be close, um, as it's it's kind of tough to see any NFL game get significantly under 45. Ah, uh, but still, I'm taking the under here. I'm going to go with the over. It's not going to be far over, but it's going to, I, in my opinion, it'll get past 45. It's pretty low. Um, I think it, it it's close, maybe closer to like 50, uh, maybe a bit over 50. But I will go with the over. Now for the straight up and on the spread picks, uh, the Steelers are four-point favorites. Who are you taking in this game? Yeah, quite honestly, I think this line should be higher. Um, I don't really see a reason why it should be under, uh, at least a touchdown. Um, I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers here straight up and on the spread. So, despite, like, this is the last time, just because I really felt like it was worth mentioning, uh, I did pick the Ravens, but that was dumb of me. That was me two days ago. I am a more mature man now. Uh, anyway, I think the Steelers win this game. Uh, why should Lamar Jackson be able to move the ball on the Steelers' defense when he has not been able to move the ball on anybody else, including a Titans' defense that is pretty trash, in my opinion? Uh, I don't expect the Ravens to put up a good showing. I think maybe Lamar is a good game, but just as a whole, they are not a better team than the Steelers. So I think the Steelers extend to 11-0 if this game even happens, assuming it happens. And the Ravens fall to 6-5, and and they are really not looking good in the playoff race, uh, unless it's for a stellar finish to the season. 
As we can move on to the games that are on Sunday, we'll start it off with our favorite team, the New York Giants. They're 3-7 and seven against the 2-7 and seven Bengals. Now, this, granted, is a Bengals team without Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow. Uh, so, why should you expect this Bengals team to be good? I'm not sure, but it's the Giants, so anything could happen. Uh, the over-under is 43. Are you going to go over or under here? Yeah, I'm going over here. Um... This Giants offense, when Daniel Jones decides he wants to play football and not turn the ball over all game, it has been good. Um, although this is a Joe Burrow-less, Joe Mixon-less Bengals offense, I still think they can hold up their end of the bargain to a degree. Um, I'm taking the over here. So I am going to go with the under, and just solely for the fact that I'm not sure the Bengals are capable. And maybe, the in my opinion, the Giants have a top 10 defense in the league. Yeah, I said it. I said it. The Giants have a top 10, at least run defense in the league. Uh, I don't expect the Bengals to be able to move the ball way too much. Uh, so I don't expect them to get over 15. And then the Giants, they're not, like, they're, although their offense is capable of getting a solid, like, 25, probably not much more, if any more. So I am going to go with the under here. Now we can move on to the straight up and on the spread picks. Now the Giants are six-point favorites, which does not make me feel comfortable even when the Bengals are missing their two best offensive players. Um, who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I am going to take I'm going to take the uh, going to take the Giants in this game. Uh, six-point favorites. I think they get it done. I'm taking them straight up and on the spread. This Bengals uh, team, I'm not sure if they will be able to do anything on Sunday. Um, I'm taking the Giants here straight up on the spread. Yeah, I completely agree. Now, it's only the second time this season that I'm actually picking the Giants. The first time was at home against the football team uh, in Week 6. I don't like this Giants team, but I do think they're the best team in the division. And although after this week... Um, they will not. They will still not be in first. They will be tied for first. That completely spoiled one of my predictions, but it's okay. Um, the Giants, they're a decent team, and they're definitely better than a Bengals without the two Joes. So I am going to go with the Giants here straight up and on the spread as we can move on to the next game. Now, this game, it's interesting, if you ask me. It's not that interesting, honestly. Um... Over-under is 55. The Raiders, I don't know why I didn't say the teams, but the Raiders are three-point favorites against the Falcons. Uh, we'll start it off with the over-under of 55. Are you going over or under here? Yeah, I'm going over here. Uh, two offenses that have looked good at times. Uh, I think this, this prediction is assuming Julio Jones plays. Uh, as the Falcons offense can't do anything when Julio's uh, not on the field. But if he is playing, I'm taking the over here. Okay. Uh, for me, I am going to go with the... Um, the over as well. The Raiders offense, it's been awesome for a few weeks now. And the Falcons offense, it's competent at times, especially when facing an, an iffy defense like the Raiders. Uh, so I am going to go with the over as well. Uh, now for the straight up and on the spread, the Raiders, like I said, are three-point favorites. Uh, I'll get my prediction out of the way. I'm going the Raiders big in this game. The Falcons couldn't even beat Taysom Hill. Why would they be able to beat... Um, Guy who, if I if they had a most improved player award, I think Derek Carr would definitely be in the running right now. Derek Carr is good, honestly. Uh, I may regret saying that in in a few days, but I'm going to say Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and Josh Jacobs is good, and and even Nelson Aguilar has taken a huge step up since his time with the Eagles that ended with a bunch of mishaps and dropped the balls. 
Uh, I'm taking the Raiders big in this game. What about you? Yeah, so am I. Uh, I think the Raiders team gets it done this week uh, against the Falcons. Uh, I'm taking them straight up and on the spread. Basically, for all the same reasons, you are. Um, I really don't trust this Falcons offense. Or no, this Falcons team as a whole. Um, although they have been better since the firing of Dan Quinn, they still are not good by any stretch of the imagination. And Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He's, um, I think it's fair to say, at least at this point, average to uh, above average. Um, I'm taking the Raiders here straight up and on the spread. Yeah. For me, or, or not for me, as we can move on to our next game, which is a battle of two very solid quarterbacks. In Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, the Bills and the Chargers are facing off. Now, the Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites. And while for the over-under, um, I don't – I mean, the over-under, as I am struggling to speak at the current moment, is 53-and-a-half. Uh, I, just to get it out of the way, am easily going over to – Terrible defenses. I said it. Two terrible defenses and two very good offenses. Now, um, what about you? Yeah, I'm taking the over here as well. Two good offenses, two good quarterbacks. No reason really in my eyes to take the uh, under here. I'm taking the over here. And now uh, for the line here, this line is five uh, favoring the Bills. Um, I'm taking a little bit of an upset this week. I think the Chargers get it done this week. I do trust the Bills overall, and I do think that they will end up being a high playoff seed. But still, I think they take the loss this week. I think Justin Herbert and the Chargers get it done. Uh, I think they get the win here. Now, there has been three teams this season who have not lost any games by more than one possession. Those teams are the Steelers, obviously, the Chiefs, pretty obviously, and the San Diego Chargers. Or, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. Despite being 3-7 and seven and almost losing to the Jets last week, all seven of their games have come within one possession. That being said, I do not think they get it done this week. Uh, Josh Allen's a beast. Justin Herbert's a beast, too. But uh, when you're almost losing games to the Jets and not really being able to win close games uh, against good teams, I, I just don't trust Justin Herbert at this point in time. And although I think he has a very good career, Ahead of him, I am still going to take the Bills in this game straight up and on the spread. So we can move on to the next game, which is an interesting one. or It's a, it's a big one. Maybe the biggest of, um, at least the biggest of the 1 o'clock slate. Maybe even the most important of the whole day. We have the 7-3 and three Titans against the 7-3 and three Indianapolis Colts. Now the Colts and the Titans both snuck out um, um, close wins in overtime last week because mostly... Um, uh, big-time chokes from the Packers and the Ravens that sent those games into overtime in the first place. Now, the Colts are three-and-a-half-point favorites, and the over-under is 51-and-a-half. Are you going to go over or under here? Um, yeah, I'm taking the over here. Uh, I think 51-and-a-half is a number. I'm comfortable with taking the over here. Uh, at Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. Um, yeah, uh, I think... Derrick Henry um, can get it done this week against a Colts defense that isn't all that great. Um, I yeah, I'm am taking the over here. Uh, what about you? I am going to go with the under here. Now, uh, this team not just because of this, but these two teams were under fifty-one and a half the last time they were actually at fifty-one, ironically. Uh, but 
I, I think I am going to go with the under. The Colts' defense is clamp level. The Titans' defense, like I said, not very good. But uh, neither of these offenses, at least in my opinion, are overwhelmingly good. So I will go with the under. Um, now we can move on to our straight up and on the spread pick. The Colts are three and a half point favorites. Who are you taking in this game? Yeah, so uh, in this game here, I'm taking the Colts straight up and on the spread. Um, we saw... We saw a good performance out of them on Thursday night football uh, two weeks ago. Um, and I think they get it done again this week. Um, I am taking the Colts. Yeah, for me, I am going to take the Colts straight up and on the spread as well. Uh, the Colts, I think they are the third or fourth best team. Now, I'll go with the third best team in the AFC. Uh, I like the Colts. And although Phillip Rivers is a concerning quarterback situation, uh, they are still pretty solid, and that defense is awesome, one of the league's uh, best. I am going to take the Colts in this game. As we can move on to the next game, which is um, which is it's a pretty good one. Nah, I don't know how you'd describe this, but it's going to it's, – it's not bad. Uh, that game is the 7-3 Browns versus the 1-9 Jaguars. Now, I know what you're thinking. This isn't a good game. But I think the Browns will come into this game uh, looking to uh, later opponents in the season, uh, like their game next week against the Titans. And uh, the Jaguars will make this game close. Now, the Browns are 6.5-point favorites. But anyway, we'll start with the over-under. Uh, the Over-under is 49. Are you going to go over or under here? So, um, in this game, I am going to take uh, the under here. Two offenses I don't trust. Um, basically, that's my reasoning. Um, I'm taking the under here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the under. The Browns' offense sucks most of the time, and the Jaguars' offense sucks all the time. So, that's enough said. Um, so, we can move on to uh, the spread. The Browns are six and a half point favorites. Who are you taking straight up and on the spread? Yeah, I'm taking the Browns here. I think they get it done this week. Um, although, uh, although um, as you mentioned, I, I would put them on a bit of an upset watch this week. Um, I still think they can win this week. Uh, I'm taking them over the Jags. So I'm going to take the Browns straight up, but the Jags on the spread. Uh, I Despite being 1-9, and nine, I've sort of liked what I've seen from the Jags recently. I like that Packers game where I, I honestly think they may have outplayed the Packers. Same with that Texans game a few weeks ago. They looked pretty bad against the Steelers, but uh, so did the Browns where they lost 38-7. to So uh, I am going to take the Browns in a close one here. As we can move on to our next game, uh, it's it's okay. Panthers-Vikings, they both kind of suck, but they're they're not terrible, I guess. They're both average. Honestly, that's how I define them. Maybe below average. The over-under is 48.5. Are you going to go over or under here? Yeah, 48.5. Uh, um, I think that's reasonable to take the over here, uh, especially offenses that are do, do not great offenses, but still quality at times offenses. Uh, I'm going to take the over here. Yeah, me too. I like the Vikings offense, the Panthers offense. Uh whether it's P.J. Walker or Teddy Bridgewater, it's okay. They are capable of getting 20, especially against an iffy Vikings defense. Uh, as um, as I, I think I will go with the over. I'm not too confident about it, though. Um, now, for straight up and on the spread, or, uh, who are you taking in this game? 
Yeah, so in this game, uh, I am going to take, I'm going to take the, uh, was going to take the Vikings, but I'm a little bit hesitant about that. I'm taking the Panthers this week. Um, I think they get an upset win. I'm taking the Panthers straight up on, on and on the spread. Okay, um, we will resume to these games after a qu- another word um, from our sponsor. Thanks to our other sponsor, Nissan, for sponsoring this episode. Nissan cars are the best cars. Nissan, an innovation that excites. Uh, as we can move on to uh, some of the other games, uh, there are a total of, I don't know, I said a total of two more games in the 1 o'clock slate, um, and then the 4 o'clock and night games for Sunday and Monday. Uh, we'll start uh, with this 1 o'clock game, which is pretty good in my opinion. Uh, the Cardinals and the Patriots. The over-under is 49.5, and, and the Cardinals are 2.5-point favorites. Uh, we'll start with the over-under, over or under. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over here. Um, I think um, the, the over, no, I don't think. I know this Cardinals offense is very good, um, and this Patriots offense has struggled mightily ever really since Cam got covid uh, and has decided to stop throwing to the right side of the field. Um, I'm taking the over here, uh, as I think the Cardinals might be able to put up 49 on their own. Um, yeah, over for me. Yeah, I am going to go over as well. For the Patriots to keep this game close, they are going to probably need to score in to either the high 20s or the 30s, and, I, and maybe they're capable of that. Uh, their offense looked pretty bad last week, though. Uh, Anyway, we can move on to our straight up and on the spread. Um, who are you taking straight up and on the spread here? Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals for sure. Uh, in this game, uh, I'm taking the Cardinals straight up and on the spread. Bold take here. The Patriots win it in a close one. I don't know how bold you describe it as, but uh, the Patriots, they went from looking pretty good against the Ravens, maybe even very good, to absolute uh, trash last week against the Texans, and I think uh, it, the, the, the season, the up-and-down season continues. Uh, the Patriots win in a close one. Yeah, so um, I respect that. Um, I, don't, I don't really think it'll happen, but I, I think I could, I could see it to a degree. Um, so I am now, we, we will now move on to the last game of the 1 o'clock slate. We have the Dolphins and the Jets here, the defeated Jets. Versus the Dol- a Dolphins team that uh, a lot of people bought a lot of stock in um, ever since Tua uh, got the starting nod, but struggled last week against the Broncos. Um, so other than that, that's really the only reason uh, we have to talk about this game is the fact that the um, the Dolphins struggled last week. But really, other than that, I project this game to be a blowout. I assume you do as well. Uh, over under forty four. What are you taking? Uh, I'm gonna go under. Yeah, um, I'm going to go under as well. Uh, now for the line oh, here, no. we got the Jets, the seven point underdogs. This game is in New York. Um, who are you taking? I'm going Dolphins straight up. Jets on the spread. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins straight up and on the spread here. Um, and so that wraps up the one o'clock slate. Of games, we can now move on to our 405 slash 425 slate. 
Uh, our first game, the 405 window, is the Saints and the aforementioned Broncos coming off a win last week. Now, um, this over-under is an interestingly low one, in my opinion. We have this over-under set at 43.5 over-under. Um, I understand it. I can get behind it because it's not like the Saints are going to score 44 points on their own. And the Broncos' offense, despite looking okay at some times, it's pretty abysmal most of the time. Uh, the Saints' offense also this year isn't as overwhelmingly good as um, as other years. I do think uh, in this whole Breeze, Thomas, Kamara team, or tenure, this is their best team, even though the one that... Uh, Got screwed over by the Rams' uh, no pass interference call. Um, even though that team was basically that away from going to the Super Bowl. Uh, that being said, I do think this team's slightly better just because they have an elite defense now too, and the offense is still pretty good. Uh, but I I'm going to go over it despite uh, that mini rant about these two offenses. I am still going to go over. Yeah, so am I here. Uh, I'm taking the over now for who you're taking. Uh, in this game, uh, the Saints are the six-point favorite. Uh, who are you taking? So, I am going to go with the Saints straight up and on the spread. I really like the Saints, uh, as I said. Um, I think they are a good team, and although I think the Broncos are capable of making it close, especially with no breeze, uh, Taysom Hill uh, is starting once again. But I do like Taysom Hill probably more than Drew Locke at the current moment. Uh, so, I am going to go with the Saints. Yeah, so am I. I'm taking the Saints here straight up and on the spread. Now for our uh, the second game of the 405 window, we have the uh, 49ers and the Rams. Uh, we'll start it off with the over-under, as always. Over-under set at 45. Uh, what side do you like here? So, um, I, uh, I like the under. Yeah, um... I think I'm going to concur with that there. Uh, I'm taking the under as well here. Now for who you're taking in this game, we have the Rams as seven-point favorites. Who do you like? So I said I like the Saints the most in the NFC. Uh, just kidding, I like the Rams the most in the NFC. I really like the Rams. They're good. Uh, they, in my opinion, are the best team in the NFC West just because their offense can score, but then their defense is by far the best comparing uh, to the Seahawks and the Cardinals. So I really do like this Rams team, and I think the Rams win this game against the Niners team that uh, is struggling mightily. Now, granted, their whole team is hurt, so I don't really blame them, but uh, they, they win big. Yeah, so uh, I'm taking the Rams here as well. Big, uh, I'm going to take the Rams here straight up and on the spread. I really like this Rams team. I don't think enough people are talking about them as serious, serious contenders. Uh, in the NFC, I think they are probably one or two. If, if we do that uh, confidence exercise that we did um, last or, or uh, uh, a couple of episodes, yeah, two weeks ago, a couple of episodes ago, um, I think they're probably ranked two uh, on my confidence list. Uh, I really like the Rams, uh, and, I, and I think they get the win this week. Now, for our next game, we have the Chiefs and the Buccaneers at 425. Over under set at 56. What side do you like? So, I, I, I've talked about this before. I talked about this on my fantasy podcast. Uh, last year, the Chiefs and the Patriots played. The Patriots were favorites. They were at home. Uh, it was late in the season. The Chiefs came in and just kind of dominated them. Uh, and I felt like that was the passing of the torch from Brady to Mahomes. Um, 
And I think it's possible that it could reverse this week or this year. And it's like, oh no, I still have a number on this guy, even though Mahomes is better. But it would just be, I think it'd be kind of funny to see Brady outduel him one more time uh, before finally retiring one year. Um, whether that is in 17 years, like it possibly could be, or like in two years, literally. Um, but oh, we'll start it off with the over-under, which is, which is 56. Yeah, so, um, in this game, I think I'm going to take the over. Now, the Chiefs' offense is prolific. We know that. One of the best offenses and one of the most efficient offenses in the league. Now, the Bucks' offense, that's a bit of a question mark. They've struggled um, in recent weeks, and Bruce Arians has been critical of the offense and Tom Brady. Um, I'm taking the over here, though. Uh, when the Bucks' offense is right, uh, they can put some points on the board, and the Chiefs seem to put uh, a good amount up every week. So I'm taking the over here. Now for the line in this game, we have the Chiefs as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, sorry. Uh, we have the Chiefs as three-and-a-half-point favorites. But before we get to that, we're going to swing back to Dylan's over-under. So uh, we say the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks offense is iffy because it's not particularly good against great defenses like the Rams and the Saints. Uh, but when playing iffy defenses like the Chiefs, the Buccaneers can put points on the board. So I think these two teams combined for 70 at least. Bold take. We're going 70 to 80 points are scored in this game. Wow, 70 to 80. Um, yeah. I guess I don't totally disagree. My only problem with that is I think, um, I, I think to a degree, um, 70 is reasonable. Yes, no, 80, that was going too far, but yeah. I think we get to 70. I, I think I, I, I agree with that. Um, now for um, who we like in this game, uh, the Chiefs are three and a half point favorites. Who are you taking here? So I'm going to go with the Chiefs straight up and on the spread. That being said, I do think this game will be within a touchdown. Like, uh, maybe if I'm going for a score prediction, uh, let's say uh, 41 to 34. Yeah, so um, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Chiefs here. Uh, I think they continue to, to do it. Uh, I think they continue to get it done this week. Uh, I'm taking them. Um, I'm a... I'm a little bit hesitant, but I still think that they get the win. Only reason I'm slightly hesitant is because I think this is a good week for the Bucks to rebound, but I think the Chiefs is a tough team to do it against. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs here straight up and on the spread. Uh, and that wraps up our 4, uh, four o'clock window games. Um, we now have two more games, our Sunday night game and our Monday night game. We'll start it off with the Sunday night game, which is the Bears and the Packers. Over-under is set at 45. Uh, what side of that do you like? Uh, I am going to go with the under here. Despite the Packers' offense being good, the Bears' offense is abysmal. Must be the worst in the league. Even worse than the Jets. Uh, the Bears' offense just sucks, so I'm going under. Yeah, so um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the over here as well, um, or not as well. I'm taking the over here. Um, this Packers offense is prolific, although the Bears offense has been shaky at times, and the, and the Bears defense is pretty good. I think it's going to end up being close to the to the 45 point mark, but in the end, I'm going over here. Now for the straight our straight up and, and spread picks, we have the Packers set as 
eight and a half point favorites. Uh, who do you like in this game? So, uh, I'm thinking the Packers big in this game. Once again, if we were going back to that score prediction, maybe like 27 to 6. Uh, I, I don't love the Packers. That performance, it was good against the Colts until it wasn't, and they choked away a big uh, halftime lead. But uh, the Packers are still significantly better than the Bears. So I think the Packers win this one big. Yeah, so um, I am going to take the Packers in this game as well. Uh, big as well. Uh, I'm so I, I like the Packers who are straight up and on the spread. Now for our Monday night game, we have uh, the Eagles and the Seahawks over under set at uh, at fifty. What side of that do you like? Uh, fifty. I'm gonna go under. The Seahawks they can score in thirty, but the Eagles probably won't get that much. Uh, even though the Seahawks defense is terrible and the Eagles offense really isn't that bad. It's pretty average, uh, maybe slightly below average. I am still going to go under 50. Yeah, um, I'm going to go under 50 as well for the exact same reasons, honestly. Um, I think, uh, and then now we will move on to uh, who, we, who we like in this game. Um, the Seahawks are five-point favorites. Um, if we if we flash back to a couple of weeks ago, I think that line is much higher, but they have struggled um, in in recent weeks. Um, but anyway, um, who do you like in this game? Um, so I'm going to take the Seahawks straight up and on the spread, which is the Cowboys' elite of the division. Uh, going into Week 13, uh, the Cowboys are now on a two-game win streak, and they uh, take charge in the NFC East. Uh, the Eagles really, I think it's all going downhill from here. Uh, all they really have to do is lose this game, and now uh, not only do they have a tough schedule like the other teams to finish it out, but they also, um, they're also, they, that if our predictions are, if my predictions are right, they'd be in third and yours too. Uh, so I am going to take the Seahawks straight up and on the spread. What about you? Yeah, so I'm taking the Seahawks in this game as well. I think they rebound after losses in recent weeks. Um, yeah, that wraps this episode up, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back Friday uh, with some college basketball talk as well as if there's anything interesting that happens in the world of sports tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you next time.